Hello, and welcome to The Conversation. I'm Heil Russell. And I'm Dustin Jackson. Woo! Dustin, oh. I, I'm tired. I'm a, I'm a sleepy, whittle baby. Don't worry, I'll be in to tuck you in after this. Oh, thanks. You know why I'm so sleepy? I, I have put in such a hard day's work. Because I've been playing with children's toys all day, and it is draining. And I, I don't want to sound dramatic, like, oh, woe is me, the Donkey Kong journalist. I had to play with toys all day, <laughs> and I'm tired. But, Dustin, are, are you a Lego kid, by chance? Um, I, I wasn't... I wasn't, like, not into Legos. I wouldn't consider myself, like, a Lego kid. I didn't have a ton of Legos. But every now and then, we had, like, a box of Legos, and we would break them out every now and then. Yeah, like, I talked about this on the episode with Jeff after they announced all of these Lego Donkey Kong sets. But I I, I wasn't a Lego kid, per se. Like, Lego was was the stuff... For me, be, being the age I'm at, I was, I just narrowly missed the whole licensed brands and how ubiquitous that became. You know, oh, Lego Star Wars, Lego Harry Potter, like, like, I, I, I just narrowly missed where that was this universal language of my childhood play sessions. So for me, Lego was just this basic crap. That, you know, <laughs> your parents or grandparents would dump out in front of you and be like, you're a kid, play with them. And Just do whatever you want, who cares? Yeah, and, and so I, I didn't really get ensnared by this Lego renaissance that we've been experiencing now for, I, I guess, the last 25 years, if not longer. But that being said, you know, I, I did play with Lego up to a certain age, and so I'm familiar with it, but this is the first time in decades, and, and maybe the first time in three decades, that I've actually sat down and done some extensive Lego building, and it's draining. I'm so tired <laughs> right now, Dustin. Yeah, life can be so hard sometimes. <laughs> This is the definition of first world problems. <laughs> the, the the multicolored blocks I was playing with all day took oh, it I'm out of so me. Ti- I'm so tired from putting together this Donkey Kong Lego. I got to go take an 18-hour nap. <laughs> well, we will be discussing my first impressions of... <clears throat> I, have to, I have to say this right. Lego Super Mario colon... Donkey Kong expansion sets. Well, I'll be giving my first impressions on those on this emphasis episode. on the colon. <laughs> yeah, you know, my colon was hurting earlier this week, and I thought, what if I have colon cancer? <laughs> oh, I was going to say, Heil, you're not supposed to eat the Legos. <laughs> No. That's what happens. Uh, I, I I think I had some sort of hemorrhoid or 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 something. Maybe some maybe some fecal matter just w- was was a bit pointy, and 
it, it was causing sharp pains. And I thought, this is it. This is how it ends. <laughs> and Great, great, Heil. This is a great start to yeah. our podcast episode. And then I started thinking, you know, if, if something happens to me, I don't have the money to, to seek out medical care. I'm an American. You know, you, you know that it, <laughs> it would bankrupt me if I had money in the bank at all. I don't. So there's nothing I can do except die in a gutter, especially because I spent so much money on Lego Donkey Kong products this week. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. You got to have your priorities in order. Yeah, but then, then I started thinking, thank goodness for our patrons, because they might give me a fighting chance should I ever have any medical maladies. So I want to thank you, patrons, for potentially saving my life one day. If you too would like to save my life one day, when I have the colon pains, please visit our Patreon at dkvine.com forward slash Patreon or patreon.com forward slash dkvine. I can't emphasize enough how much the patrons keep dkvine alive. There is this whole kerfluffle a few days back where some creators and some um patrons like they, they were getting their uh, like funds declined there was some sort of hiccup in the patreon processes it didn't affect me uh as, as far as i can tell it did not affect dk vine but it, it made me realize if something happened to patreon that would be the end of dk vine like instantaneous like lights would turn off in in just a matter of months well, I guess that isn't instantaneous, but you know what I mean, relatively <laughs> speaking. So right. I, I, I just wanted to really, again, thank you if you support us on Patreon. We've got uh, DK Vine patron Freezer in the live stream right now. Hello, Freezer. Uh, Hello. She says, never had actual Lego, but had some legally distinct generic building blocks. Yeah, I, I had the the Diddy Kong was Kinex. Uh, which is oh, like the yeah. legally distinct Lego minifig. Right. It's like, we're not Legos, but, you know, it's, it's kind of, though. So David, uh, David Lynch, DK Vine staffer and fellow Donkey Kong Lego aficionado, says, I got my card declined, and at first I assumed they got suspicious when I spent all that money on Lego. Don't know if David's serious or not, because David's a bit of a japer, but... <laughs> Yeah, that's that's funny. So uh, if you did have your card declined and you're a patron, please, uh, please, please try again. They claim they have got it all sorted out. And if you're not a patron, but you, you enjoy the content that we put out, like talking about <laughs> Lego Donkey Kong and colon problems, then please, please back us on Patreon. If I get to two grand a month, I can do this full time. And boy, howdy, the content you'll get then. Yeah, you'll you'll only slightly regret it, but isn't that isn't that worth it? Yeah, what I'm worried about is we get to that point and then people realize I don't need this much Donkey Kong Universe content in my life. <laughs> this is too much. I'm pulling. I need out. a nice, comfortable amount. <laughs> no, we're going to diversify, though. That's the thing, and that's the brilliant part about DK Vine is it's not just Donkey Kong, it's Banjo-Kazooie, it's Conker. I know this doesn't sound very diverse as I'm saying it out loud. It's Sea of Thieves, <laughs> it's Ukulele. It's not just me either, it's the Idaho crew uh, streaming on Twitch. Twitch.tv 
uh, forward slash DK Vine. We, we stream every week on our Twitch channel, and we are now archiving the Idaho crew streams on our YouTube channel. So if you would like to catch up with the Idaho crew, which is you, Dustin. That's me. That's me. It's uh, Adam and Ape, and it's your friend Tito. Yeah, yeah, that's all of us. That's that's the whole gang. That's the Idaho crew, but you stream every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You stream DKU games or games that aren't DKU, but you find a way to, like, bludgeon them into relevancy for the site. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, here, here we're going to play this fighting game. That has nothing to do with the Donkey Kong universe, but we're going to create custom DKU fighters in it. And I have to admit, I really like those streams. Yeah, you know, we get mixed results in them, but, you know, when they hit, they really hit. Yeah, so I I enjoy watching your streams, and I'm happy to archive them now on our YouTube channel. So so it's more content. What what can I say? It's not just me blabbering on and on about my colon. It's Dustin and his roommates doing silly voices. Yeah. There's so many other colons you could listen about. (laughs) And before we get into the thick of it, uh, it is a new month. It is August. Stinky ape summer continues, but we have new August shirts in our merchandise store. That's right. DK vine has a shop on T public and we have brand new shirts for August. Dustin, we have the spoiler alert t-shirt, which commemorates a certain character's alleged demise from this year's Super Mario Brothers movie. I can't say anymore. It could be anyone. Yeah, I can't say anymore because that would be spoilers, but you you can spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it by buying this shirt. And uh, it it was was Gibbon's idea, actually. She was the one who pitched this to us shortly after the movie came out. And I was like, all right, after the appropriate amount of time, we'll do this shirt. So Gibbon gets gets a cut of this. The uh, basically, if uh, DK Vine staffer pitches an idea, then they get a a percentage cut of all sales we make. Which, granted, it's much smaller these days because T Public. Uh, slashed our profits in half because they determined through their algorithm that we were just using AI to create our designs. Not true. Not true. Yeah, who could who could come up with something like that? Obviously, the machines could. <laughs> and that's true. We also have belatedly the conversation season nine album artwork available in shirt form and dustin gets the whole shebang dustin gets 90 percent of the profits from this because dustin it's your design oh thank you everyone should go buy that one because i'm a greedy greedy boy (laughs) you're a hungry hungry hippo yeah i'm gonna be able to swim in money like scrooge mcduck that's my big dream yeah unfortunately the the conversation t-shirts aren't very popular oh yeah sorry dustin it's okay i get it no peep peep we have some very popular shirts believe it or not the conversation t-shirts are just a notch above the grapes shirt oh man and the idaho crew shirt if we're honest (laughs) i must be doing something wrong i gotta market myself a little better (laughs) 
gotta sell yourself baby all right <laughs> all right anyway yeah check check that out at dkvine.com forward slash merchandise love it so dustin uh this is our first impressions for for lego super mario colon donkey kong expansion sets these are not our full thoughts this is not spotlight Lego Super Mario Donkey Kong expansion sets. This isn't some sort of like nostalgic commemorative. Remember those? Those are great. These, yeah. Um, I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to say. I think. I think the word "our" in the first impressions is is uh, being thrown around pretty liberally here today because you are the one who got them. Yeah. Does well. I have to ask. Do you have any interest in picking up any of these? Yeah, I, I would, believe me, if I had the money, I would own all of them, but uh, I don't. So I would like to at least get the Rambi one. Like, Rambi merch isn't something that comes along every day. Uh, and I'd like to have a little a little Rambi on my shelf. I mean, yeah, obviously, who wouldn't? But yeah. that's why people need to buy that Conversation Season 9 t-shirt. Yeah, your money will go towards a, a little Lego Rambi I can have in my house and enjoy. And the more Lego Rambi the people at Lego sell, the more Donkey Kong product we will theoretically get. That's true. Like, you, you, the listening audience and customers, have can single-handedly save Rambi merchandise. And DK merchandise in general. This is in your hands. <laughs> so freezer also is making a funny everybody's making funnies in the live stream chat right now uh, she says dku tribunal donkey kong lego and it, it would be <laughs> it, it would be dku tribunal lego super mario colon donkey kong expansion says we have we have to get the nomenclature right if we're going to be precise about this but yeah the, the, what this episode is is basically just First thoughts, because these just came out a few days ago, and I have to be honest, I haven't finished building them yet. I I am still knee-deep in the process, and partly that's because it's a lot to do, and and you can't just sit down and say, I'm going to build them all today, because they take a while to build. It's a process, right? I'm sure if you are right. a skilled Lego craftsperson, you know, you, you, you're a bricklayer by trade, you can probably bang these out in, in no time at all. Uh, me, having not picked up a Lego in 30 plus years, I was a bit at a loss at first. So I, I was like, this, this is going to take me a while, but luckily, the whole concept of a first impressions episode is not to give a full detailed analysis from start to finish. It's just, hey, I've started playing this game. Here are my uh, easy breezy initial thoughts on it. And from there, we can, you know, dive into further coverage as the conversation permits. But what I also realized was this is the most substantial donkey kong release we've gotten in quite a while um and i know people are like looking at me with side eye right now like well, Heil, this isn't a video game this is lego 
this, these are Lego bricks, these are toys, you are treating this like it's something it's not. And we're going to get into that in this episode. The big question that's hanging over this, like a swinging sword back and forth, is, is this canon? Is Lego Super Mario colon Donkey Kong expansion sets canon to Donkey Kong and the Donkey Kong universe? Because there are reasons to make the case for why it could be. And we'll get into that. Why this, for example, might be canon, but other Donkey Kong toys obviously are not even given that consideration. Like, Jack Specific just released a Ring of Kong, like a Polly Pocket type thing, uh, for, the in with the Super Mario Brothers movie. Like, you open it up and it's the, the Ring of Kong and you got a little miniature Donkey Kong in there. Uh, that's not canon. That's, that's nothing. That's just a toy. Why would this be canon? We're going to get into it. Don't worry. We're going to make that argument one way or another. And we're going to walk out of this episode with an answer. And so, Freezer is making it funny, but it is, in some ways, spiritually a tribunal, but I already have the answer and nobody else gets a say in it, so it's not really a tribunal. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I it takes a long time to build these dust, and, and a couple people were were asking me, "Hey, are you going to do a uh, a build? Are you going to do? Are you going to record yourself building these and and do do like a live stream or or at least?" put it on YouTube after the fact. And I was like, what, what are you talking about? No, I'm not going to do that. That's weird. And I realized that's a thing, I guess, in, in the Lego community. Like, that, there, there's a whole subculture around that, if that's your niche, if that's your interest. I don't even like to live stream games I haven't played. Like, for me, there is almost a religious experience. Not Okay, religious might be overselling it, but it, it's definitely... There, There is this deeply personal thing I go through with anything new in the DKU, especially anything that I've been looking forward to. Like, not just your average cameo game, but something that has some sizable impact. Usually a new Donkey Kong game, a new Rare game, or a new Platonic game. But in, in this case, I, it almost falls under the purview of new Donkey Kong game, given the sheer amount of content we have to talk about. So... I, I don't want to share that because I can't share that because for me, I have to process, I have to assess, and I have to go into my private space for that. I, I'm an introvert by nature, so I really have to turn it on when I do the conversation, when I um like do anything for DK Vine, stream or whatever, I, I'm basically dialing myself up to 11 and it's uncomfortable at times so when, when <laughs> well, I, I appreciate it <laughs> when i'm doing something like playing a game for the first time or building donkey kong lego bricks uh it, it's something that i have to do by myself at first before i can share that with the world and share my thoughts with the world so yeah i'm i'm exactly the same like if i'm playing a game for the first time i want to experience it and gather my thoughts on it on my own i'm not gonna stream it for people because 
you get distracted if you're doing yeah. if you're trying to juggle playing the game and be entertaining for people watching exactly then you're not going to take in the whole game exactly and i realized you know maybe that's shooting myself in the foot maybe dk vine limits what it can be if i'm that way and, and people fought me on this like people have gotten angry with me on this people who have been on staff before they're just like you know Fuck you, die. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, hyperbole. Harsh. But, uh, you know, it's who I am. And I realize, like, I have to be happy with, with, um, the process if I'm going to be entertaining. So, uh, so be it. Like, that, that, that's just the way it has to be, people. I'm sorry. There's not going to be any live build of me building these. It's a deeply personal experience for me, almost religious experiencing something new in the DKU for the first time. So, uh, sorry, but you get my first impressions. You get my first impressions. And also the benefit of doing a first impressions is that I also kind of want people to experience these for themselves because there are some surprises and there are some delights putting these together. And I don't want to, I guess, ruin people. So I know it's weird, like talking about spoilers when it comes to <laughs> Lego product, especially a Lego product. Like we've all seen pictures of, we've seen from almost con- every conceivable angle, but all the same, I think you're going to find some surprises just building them yourself. So if you have any I, intention of getting these, I don't want to ruin that. I didn't know there was a brown brick included, Heil. I wanted to experience that myself. So many brown bricks, Dustin. That was the hugely shocking thing. Putting together Donkey Kong was, oh my god. Well, first you're like, how is this going to create Donkey Kong? I don't see it. And then you start building this, this like little thing, and you're like, there's no way this is going to be Donkey Kong. And then sure enough, he starts taking shape. And then once you once you put his ass cheeks on there, it really starts coming together, and you think I'm lying. I'm not. <laughs> That's really when I started to see, oh, yeah, this is going to be Donkey Kong. Yeah. Th- I mean, that's how we're all born. <laughs> Another reason I can't really discuss everything on this episode is I don't have everything yet. So oh. I shared this on social media to some great guffaws amongst the DK Vine audience, but I pre-ordered all four sets weeks ago. I, I, I prepaid for them even. Like, I, I put down my money, slapped it down. I did it at Barnes & Noble, which is, which is a bookstore that has a lot of toys and a lot of Lego product. And I picked Barnes & Noble for an economical reason. I have one of those discount cards there. Uh, and... Ooh. Because I have a discount card, it works on Lego product. And that would actually save me the most money on all four sets. Like, in the double digits at least, save me money. Which which is significant when you're as cash-strapped as I am at the moment. So Right, especially at Barnes & Noble. Whenever I go to Barnes & Noble, I say to myself, Oh, this would be great to order on Amazon later. Yeah, right, well... <laughs> which, which which is too bad, I love Barnes & Noble, but I'm not made of money. But luckily, the, the Lego product is set at a set price point, so it's the same there as it right. would be anywhere. So that's why I just made so the So you just sense. get the discounts. Yeah, exactly. So it made 
uh, sense to just do it there. So I pre-ordered all four, um, and I received them. Uh, I knew I wasn't going to get them on the first because I got the email that they shipped that morning. And I'm like, well, you, great. Like, I, I, I won't get it till tomorrow. So I, August 2nd, but hey, I'm getting a discount. It's fine, you know, and I probably wasn't going to have time to put them together that night anyway because I had to listen to the Idaho crew uh, stream Mario Tennis Power Tour. <laughs> oh, is that what it's called? Is that what it's called? I, I guess it is. I was just, I, when you were talking about us earlier about the Idaho crew, I was thinking in the back of my head, boy, I hope Heil doesn't ask me what we're in the middle of playing. I don't remember the name of it. Mario Tennis Power Tour, yes. There we go. It's it's the the I think the most forgotten of Camelot's Mario sports games. Definitely the most forgotten of the four RPG ones they did. I'm enjoying it. Gor- gorgeous game, but boy, I that name just was is really really escaping me. Yeah, it, 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 for me, it's once you get after the the initial um, like. Mario Golf and Mario Tennis for, like, the the N64, Game Boy Color, GameCube, Game Boy Advance. Once you get past those, that's when the names start falling into the abyss for me. I'm like, I can't remember what they're called. Yeah, you you know what it is for me is uh, I keep I knew power was in the name, but I was thinking Mario Power Tennis. And that's not it. That's the that's the other one. Yeah, yeah. And when when I was told that's what you're streaming, I initially thought it was Mario Power Tennis, so I gathered the screenshot for it, I was ready to go, and then I double-checked, and I was like, oh, wait, whoops. Oopsie-doodles. Oopsie-doodles. Need to get that on a t-shirt, our our signature (laughs) catchphrase. So anyway, got got the big box, big old box, slapped down on my stoop. August 2nd, I was like, oh, boy, Oh, girl. I, I, I started <laughs> oh, rubbing, me, oh, my, oh. Yeah, I started rubbing my hands, and uh, the scent of new Donkey Kong product lured me in like a wolf smelling a pie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just wafted through the air, and I picked up that box, ran to the nearest surface, got a, a pair of small safety scissors, very lightly nicked the the tape on the side so i had enough pull to like pop it open without potentially damaging what was inside pulled right. out the boxes and there they were donkey kong's treehouse check dixie kong's jungle jam check ramby the rhino check and dry bowser castle battle oh my favorite dk character so, yeah, what what happened was they sent me the wrong one, Dustin. Oops. <laughs> Oopsie doodles. Yeah, I was supposed to <laughs> I was supposed to get Diddy Kong's minecart ride, which uh Dry Bowser Castle Battle was another set that also came out on August 1st. So, they released the four Donkey Kong expansion sets, but they also released two new just Mario sets. Dry Bowser Castle Battle and I think like Mario's House or something. I don't... Who cares? But (laughs) uh, Dry Bowser Castle Battle has the exact same price point as Diddy Kong's Minecart Ride. They're the same dollar amount. So I guess what happened was wires got crossed. And also, like, before a certain point, 
like they, they don't actually have the name in the system. They have just the um the product number, like Super Lego Super Mario Seven One, whatever you know. So right, I guess they didn't really. They they were like looking at the number and they mixed it up and. Okay, uh, you know, you know, mistakes happen. I I can't get too angry. Right. My 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 thing is like when stuff like this happens, I'm only angry when it can't get rectified. Right. If it yeah. was my one shot to get Diddy Kong's minecart ride, then I would have been uh, livid if it couldn't be fixed. So so like you know, one time Fan Gamer sent me a package and they forgot to put my Great Mighty Poo plush in there. And I sent them an email and I said, uh, uh, where's my poo? And they said, oh, we're sorry. We're going to send you a new poo ASAP. And I, I was so happy. Another time I ordered a vinyl from another company and it arrived with zero protective packaging, super damaged, super banged up. And I, I sent an email and said, um, can, I, can I get a replacement? And they said no. And, That's and- ridiculous. I, I remember when you brought that up and it, and it got me. Uh, I had like secondhand anger. Yeah. So I, I refuse to do business with that vinyl company again that specializes in video game vinyls. I'm not going to say who they are. But, you know, <laughs> they are a two-bit operation. So, anyway. So, uh, when stuff like that happens, then then I'm livid. But right. if, it, if it gets fixed, then whatever. I, I understand. Look, I, I worked retail in the past. I know how it is. Um, shit happens. I'm, I'm not going to be, you know, one of those people about it. So, anyway, um, I immediately ordered the correct one, uh, Diddy Kong's Minecart Ride. And I actually then just returned the Dry Bowser Castle Battle to a Barnes & Noble store the next day. Got my money back ASAP. Not a problem. Um, now, Diddy Kong's minecart ride was supposed to be here on Friday by 5 p.m. But at exactly 4.59 p.m. on Friday, the tracking info changed to Tuesday. Just blink. And I was like, oh, man, right at the last minute. So I think that's on the post office. They do have it, but they just couldn't get it delivered. And so they were just like, "Eh, Tuesday, like not even Monday, Eh, just Tuesday. (laughs) We got plans on Monday. We don't really we just don't want to do it. Yeah, that's that's the U.S. Postal Service under DeJoy. Am I right? So anyway, getting getting political here, but. In some ways, Dustin, all things considered, I think this is a better situation for me than if everything had worked out perfectly. Why do you say that? Because it's a funny story. Because, of (laughs) course, of course, the one Lego I wouldn't get was the Lego with my favorite character in it. Of course, they would switch it up with something ridiculous like Dry Bowser. (laughs) They said, yeah, Haya likes that Dry Bowser character, right? Give him that one. It, it is such the quintessential downtrodden Donkey Kong fan story. Like, <laughs> I I can feast off this meal for years. So am I upset about it? No, actually, this is this is better because I can complain about something. 
<laughs> We're always looking for things, more things to complain about. To put it into perspective, I usually don't just like to read my social media po- post verbatim here on the conversation. You know, I I like to diversify my content, but I feel like this is worthy of sharing just to put it into context of how I feel about this. So I I, I made this joke on on social media. I said, "Me in two thousand one. I hope Diddy is in Smash Melee." Gets Mr. Game & Watch. Me in 2005. <laughs> I hope Diddy is in Mario Kart DS. Gets Rob. Me in 2014. I hope Diddy is in Mario Kart 8. Gets Koopalings. <laughs> Me in 2023. I hope Diddy is in this shipment because I ordered Diddy. Gets Dry Bowser. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Man. You know, just, just one of those things. But, uh... <laughs> Just one of those things you're so accustomed to already. People on social media and in the inner circle, they said, oh, did you did you order from the Lego store? Because they'll probably just let you keep Dry Bowser and send you the new one. And I was like, no, I did not get it from the Lego store. So I had to return Dry Bowser. Uh, oh. You know, besides, I didn't, ew, why would I want to keep Dry Bowser? <laughs> yeah, have you seen that guy? He has like no skin. Yeah, and it turns out he's not even just a skellified Bowser. He's like Bowser's fun uncle or something. It's stupid. <laughs> they retconned him into Bowser's fun uncle. And I'm like, I, didn't the flesh explicitly burn off of Bowser's body? Like, how are yeah, you Yeah, we saw this? it happen. Like, what kind of magic show trickery is this? Like, oh, I didn't... We're ha- not babies with no object permanence. Right. Oh, yeah. The, the the legs of my lovely assistant is actually part of a part of a different person. I tricked you. <laughs> I tricked you. I didn't actually saw her in half. Oh, now, now all the magic is gone. So anyway, dry Bowser dust. Can you believe it? I can't even. I'm sitting here with my jaw dropped. So as we're recording this, we're recording this on Saturday night. It'll be going up for people Monday night. But I still don't have Diddy Kong's minecart, right? I'm seeing all these people in the community, you know, posting pictures of all all of their Kongs together. And I'm just sitting over here in the corner weeping because I don't have Diddy nor Funky because Funky is part of that set as well. And uh, you, you it, just it, can't have your Kong Jamboree yet. I, I can't, but it's fine because I'm not there yet because I didn't anticipate putting together Lego Donkey Kong would take like <laughs> three and a half hours. <laughs> wow, that's that's a complicated one. Yeah. Hello to uh, Astro Pipsy in, in the live stream as well. And uh, Will Rowe Hood says, legitimately, I think Dry Bowser Castle costs more. I, they're pretty close if if they don't have the exact same price point. Um, but, yeah, a- Astro Pipsy is another one who's been sharing pictures of it. They they, they got all of them, and uh, they, they've been <laughs> posting screenshots. And um, we had the same idea, though, uh, with, with Donkey Kong's ass. Um, we'll get into Donkey Kong's ass in a little bit. We won't get into it. I don't want to give him colon problems. <laughs> I don't know what he makes well, on Patreon a month. <laughs> well, see, he's he's just giving the audience what they want. That's right. That's right. Well, yeah, you have, you have to give them what they want. So, Dustin, I don't know if you know how yes. Lego Super Mario works. Um, I'm I'm I wouldn't say I'm like super familiar. The the most I've had with them 
is going to a Best Buy and they have like a little demo station of the the Lego Mario setup. Um, that's all. I just I just kind of watched. So so uh, like I saw Mario do his little blinks or whatever. So a demo station, you mean something where like kids can just lick everything and then nobody wants. Oh to no, touch it's it. in. It's in like a big plastic box oh, that you can like look in. Thank God. It, it's just kind of like a setup. Thank God, because I was going to say that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, that Mario has seen some things and been in many mouths. And I guess people will just steal them then. <laughs> what am I talking about? <laughs> so uh, the, the way Lego Super Mario works is you have to get a starter set. Right. There, there are right. three starter sets commercially available right now. There's the starter set with the Mario figure, with the Luigi figure, or the Peach figure. And the, these figures, they, like you mentioned the blanks, they, they take, uh, two triple A batteries and you put them in there and they've got like an animated like chest which is like it it shows the environment or the character they're interacting with and and what that uh like Mario Luigi or Peach are feeling or experiencing in that uh, situation and I wish I wish they were like that in the game yeah. just had a screen in the middle of them <laughs> so and of course their eyes are animated their mouth is anima- animated it, it's actually a really little cool toy it's a really cool piece of technology right. they they have it, it's a unique fun way to put a spin on just mario with legos yeah like it's like a step up from amiibo or or skylanders yeah. or something because you've got a little bit more there but they've got bluetooth um capabilities so like it, it's they're, they're actually like highly technologically advanced little trinkets so You've got to get... Well, you don't have to. You could just go out and buy one of these Donkey Kong sets and just put it together and have fun with it as, like, the little toys they are. But if you want to have any of the interactivity, you've got to get a starter set with Mario, Luigi, or Peach. And I had gotten the Adventures with Mario starter set uh, months ago, just right after they announced the four Donkey Kong expansion sets, like, maybe the next week. Because I felt... It was only appropriate that I get Mario. Like, I don't know if I'm going to get Luigi or Peach, but I felt like Mario would provide the most fun interactions with the entire Kong cast, you know? Um, right. I See, I'm kind of the opposite. Like, I've seen Mario interact with Donkey Kong. I, I would be very interested in seeing, like, how Peach would interact with the Kongs, or even Luigi. That's why, like, I, I'm considering maybe getting Peach, but... I was like Mario. Mario's the one that I could have the most fun of, and usually this right. is tantamount to me torturing Mario in some way. <laughs> like earlier today, I, uh, I I just kicked Mario in the lava pit and let Donkey Kong watch him burn. That's rad. That's cool that you can just choose Mario's fate. <laughs> and he's screaming. And, 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 he, and he's like, ow, 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 ow. And you're just that, like, not going to help you. Not going to help you. Uh, that's that's why they call him Heil, Judge, Jury, and Executioner Russell. <laughs> right. So, you know, I, I might have issues. I, I, might, I might have unresolved issues. <laughs> things that I'm working through with these toys. I don't know. But anyway, I, I got this, but I wanted to wait. I wanted to wait to put together the 
Adventures with Mario starter set because I felt it only appropriate that if I'm treating this like a real game, I need to start with the starter set. And if I'm starting with the starter set, I need to wait until it becomes DKU with the four Donkey Kong sets. So I waited. I, I this this box was was left pristine, unopened, just here in my office waiting for the moment when I would start putting together all of this by virtue of having Donkey Kong product in hand. So I, I did start with the, the starter set, started putting that together, and I loaded the app. So th- there is an app, uh, the Lego Super Mario app, and that has building instructions and other stuff in there as well. And I also registered an account at lego.com which was a whole thing. Yeah, I was like, oh, I guess I have to do this now, too. <laughs> so this is how they get you, right? Like, they they find some way to indro- indoctrinate you in their world. Like, oh, here's Donkey Kong product. And it's like, well, I have to buy that. And then, oh, I'm going <laughs> yeah, reg- to... Now, y- now you're in their little world. Yeah, now I'm in their system, and now they're going to email me offers. And I'm like, well, I, I like Star Wars. Why don't I get the, the, the Star Wars set? I'm not going to. <laughs> They're not going to get me. But this is how they would. You know, this is this is how they infect right. your brain. But yeah, you got to be strong, right? Got to have uh, iron will, which I believe I do. Uh, so I got the building, and does here's here's the thing that really knocked me out, Dustin. Really bowled me over. Okay. Uh, building building the set, and I'm just talking about the Adventures with Mario starter set. It was really fun. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this would have gotten really sour quickly if I was like, and I hated it. Yeah, we were, we were kind of at a fork in the road on where this episode was going to go. Yeah, don't, don't worry, everyone. This is one of the positive ones. You don't, you don't, oh, you don't, you don't have to turn it off if you're feeling blue. <laughs> like I said, I'm not a Lego guy. I was never a Lego kid. But building these Lego sets and, and and then like coming up with uh, an orientation for how your Mario level is going to be laid out. Because, you know, you've got like the grass bricks, you've got the water bricks, you've got the lava bricks, you've got the little right. platforms, you've got the floating question mark block and a little cloud and, you know, you, little Goomba comes with it. And, and my, my set, it came with a Goomba and Bowser Jr., Bowser Jr. of all characters. So... You, you you do that and you're like oh I'm oh it's like Mario Maker right but it, it's a little bit different than Mario Maker in that this is this is kind of the engaging play that I used to feel when I like concoct scenarios with my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle figures when I was like nine years old I I would like sit on the floor all afternoon with my action figures and and the vehicles and any play sets I had. And I would just build stories like, oh, you know, I'm going to like build my own episode of the cartoon, but do things the way I would do it. And, you know, what 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 would happen if uh, Raphael, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, died? (laughs) (laughs) Haven't we all asked ourselves that same question? How would the Ninja Turtles deal with the grief of losing one of their brothers? Yeah, would one of them secretly hope it was, uh, like, they would say, why couldn't it have been Donatello instead? So, 
<laughs> no, Donatello, he, he was he was the best. I, nothing would ever befall Donatello in my PlayStation. <laughs> but no, and then it would become this thing like they tried to resurrect Raphael. <laughs> so like they, they would journey into the afterlife or something and, and like sh- the Shredder and Krang would pursue them. And I, I would go crazy with this, but I ha- I would have the best time. And when you hit a certain age, you you kind of stop doing that, right? Like, right. Mostly because you know your parents are probably going to look at you like you're weird. Like, oh, he's 14 years old and he's still doing this. He needs to see somebody. Oh. Or, or like societal pressure just kicks in and you, you start caring what like everyone might think. And so right. you just kind of leave all of that behind, even though there's always a part of you that still wants to do that. And I, like, I don't think anybody actually outgrows this stuff. I think we tell ourselves that we outgrow it. So then we outgrow it. it it's just like reinforcing societal norms onto ourselves, even though nobody really wants to do it. So, you know, you might still buy toys if you're, you know, into something, but then they just become display pieces, right? They sit on shelves. Yeah, you you don't, like, play with them anymore. No, they're they're things that become mementos. And, And it's not just, like, people who are into what culturally is usually associated with geeky things. Like, sports fans will buy, like sports memorabilia and and little figures and and stuff like er everybody i think wants to do this whatever their passion is but we only derive a fraction of the joy that we used to have when we would sit on the floor and play with them and when that was okay and and it's just it's ridiculous how we might limit ourselves to like one-tenth of our lives this is acceptable and then you can't do it anymore the your imagination has to be something that's just inside your head which is why video games are so liberating in a way because it is still socially acceptable but i bring all of this up i i'm not here to lament the passage of childhood although that is probably a deep undercurrent of every conversation no when i was playing with lego super mario adventures with mario the starter set which which isn't even the thing i came into this for like i'm building this so i can then build donkey kong's treehouse and diddy kong's minecart ride and dixie kong's jungle jam you know you you wanted to work your way up to the good stuff right but i'm having a grand old time just with the mario set and wow you know, the whole purpose behind this, and like I said, I'm, I I wasn't a Lego kid, but I'm kind of seeing the fallacy. I'm kind of seeing where I went wrong because the whole purpose of Lego is to build and create and play. It's baked into it. And because you are building, because you are crafting it yourself, there is that societal acceptance. I wasn't feeling like a freak sitting there making my little Mario level. I, I was like, well, for one thing, I was doing work for my job. So, you know, I had that <laughs> excuse if anybody was peeping into my window, uh, tittering at me. But, like, the Lego Super Mario sets, even the basic-ass starter sets, which are very basic, they're way more engaging than I would have thought 
they were just by looking at pictures of them. It's it's similar to kind of how my brain couldn't process screenshots of Super Mario 64 when I was seeing it in magazines back in 1996. Because I thought it looked bad. I thought it looked like ass. I was like, those are great next generation graphics. This looks like garbage compared to Donkey Kong <laughs> Country 2. And Right, and you, it's not until you get your hands on yeah. it that you're like, oh, now I see. Right, I, I picked it up and I started running around and I was like really absorbing the 3D of it all. And I was like, oh, I get it now. Okay. And so once you get these <laughs> in front of you and your brain begins picking up on it and, and just, the you know, put it, putting them together and then what, once you get the hand, the, the, handle on actually building them then actually having the creative liberty to then to do what you want with like the the layout of the levels and i i started having fun i i, I was envisioning you know how to lay it all out where i wanted the lava and the water and bowser jr to be stationed and trying to orient it so it all fit on my table and Dustin, it was, it, was, it was really fun i was like I get why they did these like this. Like I, Jeff specifically, when he talked about this with me on the conversation, he was lamenting that they weren't just doing a basic Donkey Kong Lego set with the regular minifigures. You know, you, you build Donkey Kong's treehouse and they're of standard proportions and, and that's it. You know, you, none of this right. electronic gobbledy goop to muck it up. But I understand why Nintendo greenlit it this way because this is, I mean, this is a very Nintendo kind of thing as it is. Like, well, we're not going to just want regular Legos. It has to have this innovative touch to it. It has to have some sort of level of play that simulates Nintendo play. And that you roll your eyes at that. That's your natural inclination. Like, come on, (laughs) come on, just make the toys. But actually sitting down and crafting it and playing with it myself and having a lot of fun, I was like, all right, they got me. Like, this makes sense, (laughs) but you almost have to experience it yourself to get it. Right. Like, I I, I can definitely see where Jeff's coming from, too. Sure. Like... Uh, like there's an appeal to both ways to do it. Like if it's just like regular minifigs, then you, then kids can just play with Donkey Kong characters and just make up their own store, do whatever they want. And it, having it be the way it is with these Mario ones, it does kind of limit that. Like you, you're, you are doing what they specifically want you to do with these Legos. And so I can see that being uh, off-putting to someone, but, uh, you know, it's not like there's no level of creativity to it. Like you said, you are able, you can make however you want to lay out a Mario level for these Legos. Uh, that That's great. And the more sets you get, the more you can customize how, how they lay out. You can add new features to them, new characters. So it, it's a lot of fun, and I can see how this could hook you. Like, oh, I, yeah. I'm into Lego Super Mario now. That's my fetish. <laughs> uh, it'll it'll be easy to find people who share the same fetish when people love these so much. Right, yeah, just all, all these proctologists are like, what's wrong with everyone's colon? <laughs> it's an epidemic. So many people have uh, have we we looked at the X-rays and there's lots of uh, squares in them. <laughs> I can just see like the the breaking news 
<laughs> segments pop up now. Everybody thinks there's a new pandemic, and it's just people people putting the Lego up their butts. <laughs> they have to start printing a warning label. Warning, please do not insert inside of you. This is great. This is a great episode. So the downs <laughs> yeah. the downside, Dustin. The downside oh. to putting together Lego Super Mario sets. Now, regardless of what I've said, I know I put on airs. I know I I like to present myself as a fancy millionaire. Uh at times uh you know, I, I never beg for money at the, at the start of this show. So people right. think I must be loaded. Uh, that's what I think. I think you're Mr. Rockefeller. Yeah. Well, it turns out, Dustin, uh, I'm not. I, I, I'm cash-strapped oh. at my best times. And that means I don't have the fanciest tables in the world. And you, you, you want to build these on a table. Like, you can put them on the floor, but then you have to pick them up. Right. And, and when you have sprawling sets with Lego bricks, you don't want to just pick them up because they'll fall apart. Yeah, you, you want to be careful with them. Right, right. And, and you don't want to lose any pieces, so you just want to use a table. It's like building a jigsaw puzzle. You'll want to do it on yeah. a table. You don't want to do it you know, in the gutter. Uh, but <laughs> I don't have the fanciest tables. I don't own a dining room table. Thus, a little, little, little insight into my life. Uh, I eat off my coffee table when I'm having a civilized dinner, and I eat from my desk when I'm working and I'm eating. So right. I mean, whatever works. A table's a table. I, I, I just, just who can afford a table? Come on, in this right? day and age. I got other stuff to spend my money on. Exactly. Like Lego Donkey Kong. So I mostly have, uh, like I said, a coffee table. And then I have a series of like side tables, like uh, nightstands, you know, little like um, prefabricated stuff you buy, like the stuff you would buy at Ikea. But let's be honest, I can't even afford to shop at Ikea. So these, these are like things I get at Target. You know, you just you just screw the legs in, and then bada-bing, you're done. And because of that, all of the tables I have are of a certain height, meaning that when I build these, uh, I'm probably building these on, like, a side table, and it means I have to hunch over because uh, the table is not, like, uh, at, at an appropriate height for me to do this like it would be if it was a dining room table. So I'm hunching over, building, you know, my my Lego and then a couple hours into it and I'm like my back, my back, ow, my <laughs> back is really sore. Turns out I'm old, Dustin, somewhere along the way. Uh I I got old. And Oh my goodness. I'm sorry, Hyle. It it'll happen to all of us someday. It will. One time, you know, you you're you're building children's toys for your job and you're like why am i in such pain and then you realize <laughs> it's because you're hunched over and the body's not made to do that and it's like the biggest problem playing the virtual boy when you hit a certain age because that is also not very uh, ergonomically correct virtual unless you get the height just right so right uh, I, I, I finish the adventures with Mario set and I, I, 
I'm about 20 minutes into building Lego Donkey Kong himself. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, my, my body, like, literally was shouting at me. Not literally, because my body can't shout at me unless he uses my mouth. But it, it, <laughs> it, it, it was it just every fiber of my being was just telling me, take a break. And I was like, I can't take a break. I have to do a podcast with Dustin about Lego Donkey Kong. And I'm only 20 minutes into Lego Donkey Kong himself. <laughs> but I had to take a break. So uh, I, I busted out my plastic back arch. Have I told you about this, Dustin? I don't think you have. So I, I have a plastic back arch. And it's designed, you basically lay on it. You can, you can lay it, you know, you can put it on your bed and just lay down on it. But it reinserts the curve the natural curve into your spine that we we all kind of lose given posture or manual labor or heavy backpacks just the rigors of daily life accumulated through the years we all lose the natural curve in our back what this is designed to do is you lay on it and it's you know it it gradually puts you back into place but when, when your back is sore, you can lay on it, and it's kind of like a home chiropractic solution. You just lay on it, and it cracks your back, like, instantly, and you, you just lay back on that 20 to 40 minutes, and you're right as rain. And Man, that sounds great. I wish I had one of those. I'll give you the link. Uh, but Wow. I, I laid on it, and... Oh my god, it relaxed me instantly, because it also, like, stretches you out. And and it like I I don't know if you've ever like had your vertebrae like stretched, but it's uh it, I don't think I have. It's wonderful. It's better than sex, and it relaxes oh, wow. you to the point where you will fall asleep within five minutes. So <laughs> I I took a forty minute nap on my back arch uh, between. Finishing my adventures with Mario set and starting on Donkey Kong's treehouse. And it was a wonderful nap. And I woke up and my back felt perfect. And I was like, ready to get back to work. It it really paid off. Just imagine how that DK would have turned out if you hadn't done that. (laughs) Yeah, the irony is that the Lego bricks deconstructed me. Wow! They took me apart, and I had to put myself back together again. Oh my good, it, Heil! It's that's so interesting that you say you were never a Lego kid because these these lines just come to you so naturally. You'd think you'd spent years coming up with them. <laughs> I think it's the Donkey Kong aspect of this that's guiding me. It's is it serving as my muse? Right. Yeah. That, I mean, that makes sense. We all we all praise Donkey Kong here. <laughs> Yeah, I would be completely lost if we were talking about like Lego, uh, Lego friends, and I could be talking about these (laughs) these sub series Lego friends about the the original IP Lego friends. They're just these these girls who are friends in the big city, or the Lego friends. The the sets based on the TV show. See, that's what I thought you meant. Yeah, they they did do the cafe. And they did the apartments from Lego Friends. Wow, that what an IP to get for Legos. Not to be confused with Lego Friends. <laughs> it's Lego Friends, but it's not Lego Friends. So yeah, if we, if we were talking about any one of those, I'd be like, well, well, uh, Ross has a monkey. I like that. 
<laughs> yeah, you could just make your own friends episodes. I'm going to do that with my Donkey Kong sets. <laughs> make friends episodes. Yeah, it's like imagine David Schwimmer as Funky Kong and go. Oh. <laughs> it writes itself. So anyway, yeah, uh, I, I was rested. I was restored. I went back to it and oh my God, Dustin. Oh my God, Lego Donkey Kong. Just the basic figure. I, I'm not talking about the treehouse. I'm not even talking about Cranky Kong. I'm just talking about the Lego Donkey Kong figure. The man himself. Right. That was more complicated than anything in the entirety of the starter set. Yeah, I mean, have you ever tried to make a gorilla? Guess what? It's not that easy. Yeah, that's... You know, that's why that's why God had to rest on the seventh day, according to the Bible. <laughs> He's like, I just can't get these gorillas down. I'll I'll come back to it later. Yeah. Yeah. It's, look it up. So I'm not exaggerating here. And yeah, I'm I'm not Mr. Lego. Like I, I, I'm a novice at all of this, but it took me as long putting together the Donkey Kong figure as it did the entire starter set, including the course, Bowser Jr., and the Goomba. So, luckily, you know, I, I used the app. And you, you almost have to use the app unless you're a genius because they, they do not provide building instructions in the box itself. Oh, my goodness. Well, it, it's good. It's good. You know, it, we, we want things to be more ecological. There's no reason to slaughter trees if we can right, just do right. it digitally. But the app. Let's talk about the app. Now, the reason we are having the entire is it canon debate over these stupid little toy sets, and I say stupid with love because they're wonderful, is that these uh, toys interact with the Lego Super Mario app, which is a free app you can find in any app store. But the um, the Lego Mario or Lego Luigi or Lego Peach figures interact with the app explicitly. That is what the Bluetooth does. It connects with the app, and the app also installs updates into the figure. So every time they release a new set, say, Lego Donkey Kong expansion sets, Mario cannot interact with these figures, with these new environments, unless you download the new data into Lego Mario or Lego Luigi or Lego Peach from the app. So it is actually necessary for it to all work correctly. So... Um, that's that, I, I guess that's not so cool if, you know, you are a cash-strapped parent and, and you're buying these for your child and it's like, oh, we also need a smartphone or tablet to make it all work. Right. You know, it's, it's a big order. Yeah, that, that's not so cool. Um, so I, I, I don't really care for that, but that aside, having the Lego Super Mario app in there um and and having it interact with Mario, Luigi and Peach it's 
opened up a possibility, uh, a, a, a certain philosophical debate, because all of a sudden we, we have the app interacting with Lego Mario, Lego Luigi, or Lego Peach, who then can interact with Lego Donkey Kong, Lego Cranky Kong, and so forth. Now, DK Vine staffer, the aforementioned David Thomas Lynch, actually made this proclamation way back when they first showed off the Lego Donkey Kong figure on March 10th of this year. David sort of went rogue, didn't consult me about this, the editor-in-chief of (laughs) DK Vine, and said that Lego Super Mario would be DKU. Actually, DKU, part of the Donkey Kong universe, canon with the games, by virtue of the precedent laid down by such games as Mario Party E and Mini Mario and Friends Amiibo Challenge. Now, if you're not familiar with either one, both titles uh, lacked an explicit in-game digital representation of Donkey Kong or a DKU character. However, Donkey Kong or Diddy Kong uh, appeared in the physical realm, i.e. our reality, and then <laughs> could influence the digital game. So, for example, there was a Donkey, car, Donkey Kong card in play with Mario Party E. Donkey Kong never appeared in the minigames that could load up on your Game Boy Advance via the e-reader in Mario Party E. But Mario Party E was both a physical card game and then you could pull up these digital mini games on your GBA. Now, because there was a Donkey Kong card serving as Donkey Kong himself in the the deck, then we, we had to make the argument then, like, okay, does this count? This is Donkey Kong interacting, influencing the events that appear on your GBA, even if he doesn't actually appear on the GBA. It was our first instance of a physical object in the real world influencing the digital world of the DKU. Very, very, like, what what is reality kind of debate there. But ultimately, we came down on the side that, yeah, I guess this has to count. Mario Party E is DKU. And then later on, we had something very similar with Mini Mario and Friends Amiibo Challenge, where... The game itself only had the minifigure uh, representations of the entire cast in the game. So you would have, you know, instead of mini Mario, the little toys from the Mario vs. Donkey Kong series, you would also have mini Donkey Kong or mini Diddy Kong right. uh, that would be then like wound up and set off into the level itself. Now, the way to set off Lego Donkey Kong or Lego Diddy Kong is by using the amiibo of Donkey Kong or Diddy Kong. The implication being that Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong are then setting off these mini toys of themselves into the game. So we, we had to make the case, does the amiibo actually represent Donkey and Diddy Kong in this case? And we ultimately came down to the conclusion that, yeah, it does. That is what the game is implying. So that was our second instance of this. And... You know, being DKU because DKU characters are still influencing this hybrid game world. Um, it, it, I know it, it's it's a it's a ludicrous argument, and people are probably rolling their <laughs> eyes once more at me. But this is the kind of stuff we take very seriously here at DK Vine. 
So I wasn't sure if the Lego Super Mario app was going to just be digital instructions. Like, oh, here's here's how to put together this set. Like, does that really count as a video game? Like that that's you know, bridge too far for me. But David made right. the, David made the proclamation and, and David knew what he was talking about more than I did. You know, like David's more well versed in, in Lego product. And pulling up the Lego app, I was like, oh wait, oh okay, I, I get it. Um it's it's a little bit more involved. You actually, you know, can connect these um starter figures, Mario, Luigi, or Peach with the Bluetooth, and then you can digitally represent your sets on the screen. And then there are mini games you can play as well. So I know, like, some people will also want to argue, well, this isn't Donkey Kong. This is Lego Donkey Kong, an alternate universe version made of bricks. You know, like, you know. Lego Batman isn't Batman. He's Lego Batman. Uh, he's a version of Batman in a brick-based reality. <laughs> right. <laughs> similar, similar to like Paper Mario not being the Mario, but an alternate universe version of regular Mario. But I, I would argue that until that's clarified by Nintendo, and I doubt it probably ever will be, we should view this as the Kongs, and Mario and Friends just presented with a different art style, if you will. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think that's fair to say, unless they out, if unless they come out and tell you that, oh no, this is separate. This is Lego Donkey Kong. But then, e- e- even if that's the case, they would be multiversal variants, and, and it's yeah. like Mario's Mario fans, if they were as uh, anal a- a- as we are. Um, <laughs> They're not going to say, well, we don't, we don't include Paper Mario because it's a different Mario. He's not our Mario. So like, what are you talking? It's a Mario game. Now, of course, they, they uh, embrace Paper Mario. So I, I am yeah. Jeff, not to bring up Jeff again. I realize I'm talking about Jeff a lot while you're my guest on this episode, Dustin. And that's not really oh, cool. It's always Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. I always know. with that guy. I'm sorry. I, I'm not comparing the two of you. You, you both have unique qualities that you bring to this podcast. It's not about, you know, who's better or who I like the most. Jeff just had a lot to say. Uh, and and Jeff has always made the point that if they say rebooted Star Fox and, and like the Star Fox continuity started over and it was just this clear separate break from. Yeah. Imagine that. Well, yeah, but like, if they did that and like, okay, Star Fox Adventures never happened in this continuity. Oh, but here's Crystal. Here's the character Crystal. We're reintroducing Crystal. We would still cover that game because Crystal is natively DKU. And I right, think that, just because it's a different take on Crystal doesn't mean she's not Crystal. Right. It's just a multiversal variant. Everybody loves them. That's 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 everybody loves the multiverse. So. <laughs> I, I would say, like, if it came down to that, we would still say this is a Donkey Kong, a multi- multiversal variant of Donkey Kong. But until they do, I think we can take this to be our Donkey Kong, our Cranky Kong, our Dixie Kong, um, our Dry Bowser, just <laughs> presented with this uh, funky, clunky art style. Yeah, totally. I'm I'm totally on board. Yeah, so... 
Dustin, looking at the app and how involved it surprisingly is and how it works similar to Mario Party E and uh, Mini Mario and Friends, yeah, it's DKU. David was right. It's canon. Woo, dude. I'm, I'm glad we came to an understanding on this. And, and I didn't even have to make any sort of arguments. <laughs> well, it's also fun because we can, we can make our own adventures uh, with, with, with the Kongs and say, hey, that's my personal canon. Like, like when I say it's canon, obviously we're all going to have our different little stories and adventures. Uh, and, and that'll just be something we can say uh, happen. Just like, you know, uh, Project Spark. You know, you could do whatever you want with Conquer in that game. And, and that's right. it, it's canon up to a point where something happened with Conquer at that time. Uh, whatever that is varies from person to person. That's your own personal canon. But just broadly speaking, yeah, it happened. Yeah, you can you can take DK to get his colon checked out. You can, and luckily, luckily, Dustin, uh, the digital building instructions were way better, I think, than using a printout because you could actually zoom in and analyze every brick from every angle, which definitely helped me construct this stuff. Being the Lego oh, my, novice that I am, my that's so helpful. So. My nephew actually is very into Legos, and he wanted me to help him build. Uh, he he got like a, a Star Wars ship, yeah. that he wanted to put together, and those instructions could not have been more confusing because it's it's like what angle am I viewing this at? What what is the exact piece I need, and exactly where does it go? Because since it's just printed on a sheet of instructions. It's it's not like you can take a look from different angles and say, oh, that's how you do it. That's where it goes. No, you just have to do it and hope you did it right. Yeah. Uh, so that's great to know that uh, this uh, takes care of that problem just immediately. And you can rotate it 360 degrees, look at it from the top, look at it from the bottom. So you know exactly. Perfect. So you know exactly that you have the right brick. Um, but... I also love the app because there's a whole part of the app when you're building Lego Donkey Kong himself where you have to put his butt together. <laughs> and Yeah, you wouldn't want to mess that up. No, but I appreciate that Donkey Kong's butt is multiple brick pieces. Uh, it's actually, <laughs> like, it, it's not that impressive. I, I think being the genteel purveyors of family entertainment that the lego corporation is they didn't really want to give donkey kong a thick juicy behind so it's a little bit more understated than i would like but it's still made up of probably more bricks than nearly every part of him is so uh <laughs> bravo all the same uh i i took a screenshot of the part of the app where his butt comes together, as did Astro Pipsy. Uh, <laughs> we, we're all similar sick people here at DK Vine and the in the DKU rare fandom. Uh, we, we've all got the 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 brain disorder, but um, maybe we're the only ones who aren't sick. We're the only ones who see. We're away, Kyle. There you go, Dustin. I like that. I like that. Makes me feel better. So something I didn't anticipate about this 
And I don't know if you can relate to this. I don't know if anybody listening to this can relate to this. Uh, this, this is how damaged I am. So putting together the, these Lego products for, for the better part of a day, uh, I realize I have an obsessive need to make sure all the little printed Lego logos on every brick dot, you know what I'm talking about? How they, they print right. the Lego brand on like all the, the raised parts of the brick. Um, yeah. I had to make sure that they were all lined up in the same direction where applicable. Like I, I couldn't just slap the bricks on willy nilly. I had to carefully examine each one. Okay. The Lego's facing this way, just like this one is putting it down. Um, this, this is probably what took me so long, if I'm honest. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is the kind of thing that really trips me up so much in my life. And I, I don't know what my issue is. I've never been diagnosed with anything related to this. Like if it is some mild form of OCD or, or something else, but like, I, I have to have that, like, order like i i have to have it all consistent and and usually like if if the app portrayed the lego logos facing in a direction i had to line it up with the app or else i felt like i was betraying the canon <laughs> yeah you, you you want your donkey kong to be just so let me know in the comments if you're also like this but it, it took me back to like childhood when i'd be reading like a, a book or something. And I would be like rereading the same entry, like the, the same paragraph, like seven or eight times because I wasn't sure if I was picturing it as the author intended in my head. Just, just stuff like that just trips me up. Just basic stuff that other people just breeze through. And I'm like, well, that's not right. It has to be right. It has to be perfect. I'm a, I, like uh, my kindergarten teacher told my, told my parents I'm concerned about him because he seems to be a perfectionist. <laughs> Man, I, I guess that is uh, something to be concerned about. It can trip you up. It, it's just funny saying, uh, I'm, I'm concerned about your child. They want everything to be right. <laughs> <laughs> Freezer concurs, or at least says, uh, my partner did the same thing as a kid. So... Freezer stuck the dagger in my in my side just when I thought <laughs> felt validated, vindicated. Um, so if I screwed it up, and I, there would be a couple times where I'd be like, "Oh, I put that on wrong," I'd have to rip off the brick and do it again. Now, here's the thing: I realized though, Dustin, what I love about Lego. Uh huh. I don't know if you knew this, but Lego are really easy to rip off if you make a mistake. And just put them on again. Like, it's, it's no sweat. It's like, oh, I made a mistake. Let me fix it. Oh, it's fixed. It, 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 it's amazing. It, it's like these are made for children. And, and they're, they're <laughs> almost, they're coddling the children. But that's not a bad thing. That's okay. So I'm so used to like model sets or, or decals or, or, or just just very like elaborate things that if you make one mistake you've ruined it forever. Right. And I look at I look at these Lego products and the way they're protecting the children. And I'm like, that's so much preferable to the way we 
We stop coddling each other when we become adults and we just trample and destroy one another. I, I, I yeah. had this big life re- revelation where, you know, I'm someone who went through the better part of the last decade without health insurance, Dustin, where I had colon pains a couple of days ago and I thought, this is how I die. This is it. And this is the end for me. Yeah. But here I am. I'm being accommodated and looked after by Lego. And it's just not something I'm <laughs> They're saying, used to. don't worry, we got you. I, I'm just not used to it. And it felt genuinely life affirming. Like, I felt like they've got my back. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm great. I'm so glad you had this experience, Hyle. I will say, though, there are. So when I'm playing with uh, my nephew, when he's doing the Legos, uh, you know, we'll just build whatever. I will say there are some pieces that stick a little too much for my liking, but it's they're few and far between. All right. Well, you know, they're not perfect. The Danes. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I know. They, 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 they can. I, I, I would make way worse Legos than this. Oh, <laughs> if, I if it were me making Legos, I wouldn't even think to do this. When I was slapping together Donkey Kong, I was like. I don't know how this is going to be Donkey Kong. And then when he started taking shape, I was like, I don't know how they thought of this. Like, how how did they <laughs> engineer this to make this brick baby Donkey Kong? When, when I'm like, this this is brilliant. This is genius. I'm a dummy. I, I could never do this. And I was just like, you know what? Leave it to the Danes. That's true. That's what we're always saying. So, yeah, I, I, I had some fun. I, I've started putting together the treehouse and it's delightful. It, it's, there's so many little surprises and it's just fun building it. I'm not done yet, Dustin, because it's taking me forever, but I'm really enjoying how much time it is taking because it's DK Vine done slow in a whole new form, a form I've never had before as far as the dku goes so i'm I'm having a lot of fun and it's just and it's just fun having donkey kong now donkey kong um i i did watch mario burn in the lava and and donkey kong (laughs) i can see the picture yeah i I provided the picture to you and the dk vine inner circle maybe i'll share it on social media after this episode goes up but yeah i did the whole like uh obi-wan kenobi anakin skywalker thing where it's like i have the high ground and mario is like i hate you and it was fun and it, it's it's funny i'm looking at this picture and but before you explained your thought process that the impression i got was mario found the lava and dk like not a not out of malicious intent like he's he's not like it, because his face is so neutral. Yeah. My first thought is him just looking over at Mario and being like, whoa. <laughs> 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 oh, that happened. <laughs> that <laughs> I'll have what he's having. Oh, uh, yeah. So anyway, it, it's not actually malicious, the relationship, uh, Lego Mario and Lego Donkey Kong. So here's the thing. Like, uh, you you can just have lego donkey kong by himself once you build him he 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 can just operate by himself as just a standalone figure or you can uh pop out the little back brick on him and you can put on a basket donkey kong has a basket you can put on his back 
And uh, this has the little smart brick in it. So they're, they're like smart bricks, sort of like uh, what's in like the, ch- the the chips that are in Amiibo or Skylanders, the, the Toys the right. Life chips. That th- These are what the starter figures, Mario, Luigi, or Peach, can step on and actually have unique interactions with. Now, I think there's like this color coding so like they can walk on like green colored bricks and they'll recognize that as grass or blue is water, red is lava. But then there are these chips where they have wholly unique reactions compared to the standard bricks. And so Donkey Kong has his own chip. It's got the little DK logo on it. And uh, I, I, you know, I, I have it right here. I can, maybe it'll come across on the podcast. So let me, let me turn on Mario. I'm turning okay. on Lego Mario. Here we go. Did you hear that? Oh, oh, I heard him. I heard a little Mario man. Yeah, so you, you put him on the Donkey Kong basket, the basket the Donkey Kong uses to carry him around. Do you hear that? I'm, it, it, I'm hearing a little bit of it. It sounds like it's playing DK Island Swing. It is playing DK Island Swing. And, um... You, you, you jump around with it, and Mario's making giggling noises, but it also has uh, Takasha Nagasako making Donkey Kong grunts. Ooh. So Donkey... Yeah, there we go. Um, there we go. Yeah, I'm going to turn it off now. Yeah, bye, 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 like <laughs> Mario. So, yeah, Donkey Kong actually can talk in in this whole cacophony but only via the basket (laughs) um if you put (laughs) if you put lego mario in donkey kong's back basket donkey kong can like lug him around as basically a pack animal it's kind of disgusting but i i understand why they did it that way um i i i would have liked if they just had a donkey kong starter figure and you could have just bypassed the whole Mario element because they do present this as a sub-series of Lego Super Mario. Like, it's a whole different line within it. So it'd be nice if we could have just the the Lego Donkey Kong. But I think we, we talked about why they didn't do this. And I think proportionally, it would be too hard to, to fit the same cubic shape as the human characters for yeah. Kong. Yeah, I'm looking at this Lego DK, and I, I'm I'm just thinking, where could you even put a little mini television on this gorilla? And it also has to fit all of the other chips that they've done for all the other sets. So I, yeah. I can see why they opted not to. I'm sure it's the discussion they had, but they, they ultimately didn't do it. Um, it's a shame because I would have liked it just to be its own thing. But th- this is fun in and of itself. And, and like I said, I'm nowhere near finishing building Donkey Kong's treehouse. I'm going to be slowly working my way through it and the rest of the sets throughout the month, maybe beyond. But Dustin, I, I can confidently say just how far I am right now. Uh, I love these things. This this is this is surprising. Like I thought these would be cool. I thought it would be uh, just just a fun little diversion, uh, but it turns out I love them so much. I wish I could breastfeed them. <laughs> That's high praise. They should put that on the back of the box. 
Uh, I, I don't think the the fine purveyors of family entertainment at Lego Bricks really want my endorsement for anything because I think <laughs> I, I, it would be a red flag. But we'll just keep this between ourselves. Yeah, you, you know what, Heil? Your secret's safe with me. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, we have a call. Somebody who's also uh, a fellow... Lego Super Mario colon Donkey Kong expansion set enthusiast. Ooh, love it. So we're going to take it. And then I'm going to share some final thoughts on this whole thing. Got some other stuff to say, surprisingly. And um, yeah, I want to hear what you think too, Dustin, as as a bemused bystander. <laughs> Just someone who's... who's uh who's watched Hiles' uh, face light up and his heart go aflutter. And my chest light up. Yeah, <laughs> you're becoming one of them. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and play it. Hey, friends. It is I, D-K-R-D-S, here, uh, calling to want to know if there are any sort of metrics or, like, data that we can kind of get our little grubby hands on to find out how these DK Legos are selling, and if they're selling well, I mean, it's just, it's shocking to me that they they are going to put out Dixie Lego sets and not have her in a game in 10 years and expect it just to, like, sell really well. It's like, put her in stuff, guys. We want it. Like, clearly, we're going to, you know, eat this up. I'm buying every single Lego set available. Also, hysterical that they sent Kyle the the wrong thing with the dry Bowser thing. I might have lasted that for like five minutes. Um, and also, I mean, love note, if we get the metrics is my question. And also, how do they expect it's going to sell? But I just want to give a thank you to you guys because this has surely been a stinky summer. I'm, you know, I work in the entertainment industry and the strikes have been putting me on my ass. And I look forward to these episodes. So thank you guys very, very much. You are doing, I don't want to say God's work, but you're, you're doing great work. Thank you. Well, thank you for the call, DKRDS. And yeah, sorry to hear uh, that the strikes are affecting you. Um, I hope the uh, actors and writers get everything that is entitled to them and more because Everyone deserves it. Uh, the the exec yeah. the the Hollywood execs have been screwing over the working stiffs, the people who actually make all the entertainment for way too long. And you know, I, I've talked a little bit about this. That right after I won uh, an Emmy in two thousand seven, that is when the last writer strike happened. Like immediately after. And it completely derailed my career. <laughs> but whoops, uh, yeah, I'm, it, it it needed to happen. Like I'm never going to begrudge um, striking workers because uh, it, right. it's always for a reason. And um, so my thoughts are with you. Uh, hopefully, it won't be too much longer. And I'm glad we can provide a welcome diversion in the meantime. There's a reason why my Hollywood career fizzled out. And uh, I like to think it's because this was my true calling. Yeah, sometimes things happen for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> it all happened to put you on the right track. As I beg for money on the internet and my colon hurts. <laughs> so, 
they asked about metrics, and I do have a little bit I can share on this episode. Now, keep in mind that this isn't 100% verified. This is what I could pull from a few different sources. Uh, I, I actually did some Donkey Kong journalism. So this is Donkey Kong journalism at work. I actually put my nose to the grindstone and uh, tried to figure this out. And this is only based off the first several days. So these could change um, at any point. Like this is just kind of a snapshot of where we are. Uh, August 5th is when we recorded this. So after like four days of these being on sale. But I can say there's good news and there's bad news. The good news is oh. Donkey Kong's treehouse is selling extraordinarily well. It's oh good. It is yeah oh good yeah. It's one of the best selling um, things they've done in the line, at least in some time. Like I don't have cold hard numbers in front of me. I I only know that I think this is the highest one of the highest selling sets lego released on august 1st and lego released a ton of sets on august 1st like way beyond just the lego super mario line like they've released sets for nearly everything this is doing i think like top tier for this round of lego sets um it's certainly doing the best out of all the lego super mario stuff that's been released and I, I think the only thing that might be doing better is like some some of the new Lego Star Wars stuff, like the the Ashoka new new Ashoka thing. But like the stuff that already has that built in audience and years upon years of fandom in the Lego right. community. So Donkey Kong's Treehouse doing very 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 well. It's very encouraging to see how well it's doing. The number two seller of the bunch, surprisingly. Diddy Kong's minecart ride. Um, it's it's actually doing fairly well now. I think on the Lego site itself, the only one that's on back order right now is Donkey Kong's Treehouse to show you how well that's selling. Like they're already out on Lego.com, right? But uh, Diddy Kong's minecart ride is doing pretty well uh, for such an expensive set that not even every store will carry. Uh, it's, I was gonna. I was gonna say if it's that expensive, I could see that holding it back. And but uh, you're, you're, glad to see it's not. Here's here's what I'm thinking. It's such a cool set, and it's also Diddy Kong. So yeah. Donkey and Diddy Kong have the best selling sets. Donkey Kong's not surprising because it's Donkey Kong and the Super Mario Brothers movie. I think really uh, bolstered fandom for the big gorilla himself. Uh, but but Diddy Kong's also very popular still, and of course his set's going to do well, even if it is three digits, you know, in in price. So Yeesh. that that's doing well. The third best selling set from what I've seen is Rambi, Rambi the Rhino. Um, Rambi is d- doing pretty well. Um, of course that is just the cheapest one, like um ten dollars or something. So you know it's. It's it's not as sexy as Donkey Kong's Treehouse or Diddy Kong's Minecart Ride, but it's economical, and so I I can you know see just people picking that up. So it it's it's doing okay. It's doing about mid tier. Unfortunately, this is the bad news. Uh, it looks like Dixie Kong's Jungle Jam is the worst seller of the bunch, 
And I don't know if it's just because these are mostly marketed to boys and it's the the girl one and it's that kind of ugly trope, which, you know, I've said before when I was a kid, uh, you know, and I just walked down the very gendered like boy aisles, you know, buying my Ninja Turtle action figures. I would always be like, why is it so hard to find April? Why why is it so hard to find the girl character? I want the girl characters. You like, want to have the whole cast. Right, right. So like that that was never a thing for me, but I I you know, we we still very much have traditional gendered ideas marketed to our children and I can see why there would be hesitation if you are a little boy like, "Oh, I don't want people to think I'm weird because I want Dixie Kong." Um or maybe, yeah. you know, like it's shitty. It it's it sucks that that's the way it is. But I, sometimes that's just the way it is. Yeah, and look, this doesn't mean that this set it won't sell, and and people have bought it. You know, it's not like it's just warming store shelves already. But like, also, a lot of people probably can't afford all four sets at once. So they right. they buy Donkey and Diddy at first. And then they're they're going to work their way to Dixie. So I don't think we should view this as just this huge indictment against the popularity of Dixie Kong. It's just what are people prioritizing? Yeah, you'd you'd think they'd be flying off the shelves after our squawks episode. <laughs> we did our part. Uh, the rest yeah, is up to you. It's Lego. up to you guys. Uh, no, but like, don't 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 let that discourage you because. I think people will pick it up once they have... Because, honestly, Donkey Kong's Treehouse and Diddy Kong's Minecart Ride, they have the most stuff going on in those sets. Uh, Dixie Kong's Jungle Jam is really cool for Donkey Kong fans, but there's not a whole lot of action in that one. Nor is there yeah, in Rambi's... it's singing. Yeah, like, Ram, Rambi's pretty basic, too, so I can see why those are probably at the lower tier, even though they're, they're the cheapest ones and you think they would do more. If people are going to want to invest in these, they're going to be picking up the the sexier of the two. So right. I, I would give it time. I think I think all four are going to do well just based off how well Donkey Kong's Treehouse is doing. And I think they've done well enough that it will hopefully mean we're going to get a second wave. I'd love that. I'd love to see more. It, Give it, me Espresso. Yeah, I was going to say it would be great if we get characters who weren't in Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Yeah, a Trough and Scoff Lego set. Mario could like hop on them and like just be there. Uh, Mario could pierce their nips. <laughs> That's true. You know what? Whatever your imagination lets you come up with. Uh, Freezer says, uh, the real reason Diddy Kong is selling well is because it's grouped with Dry Bowser sales. <laughs> I wonder if Dry Bowser is, is underperforming significantly because everybody's buying Diddy Kong and getting Dry Bowser instead. And, and like, it's like, these numbers aren't adding up. We're, we're, <laughs> what's going on? We're, here? we're not selling any Dry Bowser, but we, we're losing stock everywhere. <laughs> oh so the question i guess i have to ask is i I, i'm i'm kind of bowled over by how fun these are wasn't expecting it like i i was expecting these to be cute 
and we could have our little debate about whether they're canon. I didn't expect to enjoy them as much as I have as as a fully formed adult <laughs> with back problems and, and colon pains. So... Yeah, I didn't know it was okay to have fun. <laughs> right? So, like, do, should I feel bad that I had so much fun with, with these toys all day? <laughs> so the question is, at the end of the day, was Nintendo and was Lego right to do these these way? Are these better than regular Donkey Kong Lego sets, such as the ones that Sonic has been getting? Sonic just got traditional Lego sets with, with the minifigures. Right. Are these actually better than that in that they're they're more engaging? What do you think, Kyle? What what's your opinion on this matter? See, I feel like I'm a tainted jury pool because I feel like <laughs> I am not a Lego guy. So because of that, I really don't have a dog in the fight. And you shouldn't be fighting right. dogs. It's terrible. It's a terrible That's practice. True. Don't do it. I, I don't have any dogs in the fight because I don't fight dogs. I love dogs but i you know i i don't have any nostalgic attachment or current attachment to just lego sets so for it to be done this way it it appeals to me in a way that i don't think traditional lego sets would but part of that is is it just because i get to say it's dku that's a good question. Like, think about whether or not they just made, like, a traditional Donkey Kong set. Would Like, would you still be over the moon just because it's Donkey Kong? So, okay, we, we, we got a like, Jungle Kingdom Hot Wheels set to tie in with the Super Mario Brothers movie. It, it's, like, the, uh, the, the, big, uh, the, the big golden temple head, and, and you can, like, fling a Hot Wheel car through the mouth. Like, like similar to the movie. <laughs> um, uh-huh. I got that when it came out because I was like, oh, this is awesome. Donkey Kong toy product. I'm going to put this together. I put it together, tried it out. haven't touched it since. It's gathering dust. Ooh. And I wonder if once I put together the, the regular Donkey Kong set with the regular Donkey Kong minifigures, if it wouldn't just be the same thing. Whereas this, I can revisit this. What I... I, I build all four sets i can uh come back to it when they release new sets and augment it and expand it like this is you can rearrange it do it in different ways yeah this is something i can continually invest my brain in just you know even when it's all together it's like oh i have five minutes to kill maybe i can rearrange this little diorama i've got going on um so I think at the end of the day, this is more rewarding for me, the non-Lego person, than it would be if they just did a traditional set. Now, if Lego is your thing, and you've just been dying for just a regular Lego set, I definitely see your point, and I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that <laughs> I'm not coming down on that side. I understand it, and I empathize with it, but... Right. I, I don't think I would be as just uh, ecstatic about all of this if it was in that style. I I totally get where you're coming from, because like, sure, you could have fun seeing it uh, shape up. Like, let, let's say you just have a traditional Lego set of uh, Donkey Kong's treehouse. Uh, once you're done putting it together, that's it. Like, it's what are you going to do after that? look at it right 
And and that's cool. That's cool for people who are into that. I definitely see the appeal of building something and just having something nice to put on display. But yeah, I definitely get where the appeal is with these ones. It does have more uh, replayability. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we as a community, and this is something we've talked about quite a bit, especially since the game reveal season uh, at, at the beginning of this season is that this this uh season as time of year not season as in conversation uh, mm-hmm. set up set of episodes but some something that we've been talking about quite a bit is as a community we are starved right now we are starved right. for a new donkey kong game or any significant happenings in the dku and the question is, you know, this is this is a big deal for Donkey Kong to have these four sets. Um, are they worth picking up if you find yourself in that crowd where you are just desperate for a new Donkey Kong game? Will this placate that burning desire at least for a small amount of time? And weirdly... Uh, I, I think it does, but but I think specifically it also satiates another burning desire people might have. So, And this is something we've also talked about. So after the Super Mario Brothers movie, or actually before it even came out, when they had that trailer of Mario and Donkey Kong teaming up and Donkey Kong using firepower, and people were like, oh my god, what I really want is not a new Donkey Kong game. I want a Mario game where Donkey Kong teams up with Mario. And then, right. and then they announced um, Super Mario Brothers. Uh, Wonder, Wonder is is it called Wonder. Is it Super Mario Wonder Worlds? I've already forgotten. So here's my problem with the game, Dustin. Uh, here's my problem with the okay. game's name. There's a stage in Donkey Kong Country Returns that my mind always kind of reverts to when I'm trying to say the name of this new Mario game. So I I will call it. Super Mario Wiggle Wonders. And because there is a stage in Dog Kong Country Returns called Wiggle Vine Wonders. Oh, uh, Heil, I hate to interrupt you, but I would look like a real ass if I didn't. It is Super Mario Bros. Wonder. One, I thought okay. it was more than that, but you were the right one. I Okay, I, I was right, but I've been getting it wrong most of the time. And I, I sometimes I forget the brothers, and I'm like, Super Mario wild wonder and i think that was like one of the the like fake leaks or or misinterpreted leaks uh not fake because obviously they were almost right but um and, and then there's uh, but i'm getting wiggle wonder out of it and that's that's not right there's no wiggling involved <laughs> in this game i like it more though I, I i think super mario brothers wonder is a little plain on the plain side i like wiggle wonder i, I just want a game where you know mario and crew just get greased up and they wiggle a whole lot. Well, let's wiggle around, guys. Yeah. So anyway, uh, when that game was announced and people were like, is Donkey Kong going to be playable? Is Donkey Kong going to be playable? And meanwhile, I'm, I'm over here thinking, no, that would be a disaster. Just give me a new Donkey Kong game. You don't have to muck up Donkey Kong with Mario, right? Donkey Kong is its own thing. He can, he can play with Mario sometimes, but not 
in service of his own game. Like, don't sacrifice our new Donkey Kong game just because you all have a hankering for a game where he and Mario team up because you saw it in the movie. Yeah, I, I don't need Donkey Kong to be stuck in uh, supporting character roles. Right, right. But I think, for all the people who really want this, I think this line of expansion sets might help feed that need just a little bit. Because you you can concoct, you can create all these little scenarios where Mario or Luigi or Peach interact with the cast of Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze without nerfing the, I think, important integrity of the Donkey Kong series itself as this self-sustained thing that doesn't need to rely on Mario to move numbers. So I think this is a win-win because I think this helps us true blue hardcore Donkey Kong supremacists who, who, who just want that new Donkey Kong game, but we're not getting it yet. So what can we do in the meantime? Well, we can create our own little games and, and tie it in with the app and, you know, have a little bit of that, um, a little, little taste of it. And if you want, you know, to have Donkey Kong and crew going on adventures in the Mushroom Kingdom, you can take those figures and bring them into the past Super Mario sets as well. So I, I think everybody wins with these, except for the people who, you know, maybe can't afford them because they are pretty pricey, especially right. like Diddy Kong's minecart ride. And even if you order that, you'll probably get the wrong one. So you know, <laughs> there's just no winning. You, you, you want to budget yourself accordingly, whatever suits you. But, you know, like I said, Dixie Kong's Jungle Jam is very economically priced. So at least pick that up. She definitely needs it right now, people. Buy it. Yeah, come on. Show Dixie your support. You know, I, I do think this might be a controversial opinion, uh, and this isn't to diminish the quality uh, or had just how wonderful it was, but I think this might actually scratch the itch for new Donkey Kong content, maybe even more than Donkey Kong Adventure in Mario Plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle did. And like I said, that was great. That was great. Fantastic. Lovely, lovely kind of uh, DLC adventure there. But... This specifically allows us to have new Donkey Kong Adventures with a greater amount of the Donkey Kong cast. It's not just Donkey Kong and some rabbits, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's Donkey Kong Adventure, but it's you're not really getting the most out of Donkey Kong's world with that. Right. It, and, and like so, As good as it is. Yeah, exactly. It is really good, and I, I don't want to be the person who's like, well, it, did, it didn't have... Diddy Kong in it. Um, it it was great, but I I know like when I tell people, oh, you need to play that. It's it's kind of like a jungle beat situation, right? Where oh yeah, it's Donkey Kong, but it doesn't really have a lot of the stuff that you might want in a Donkey Kong game. So it, it's kind right. of a harder sell. And um, th- this this has a bunch of Donkey Kong characters, and it, you know if you get Diddy Kong's minecart ride, it's got a mole miner and a snaggle shark. Everyone's favorite Donkey Kong baddies. <laughs> yes! No, but I, I'm hopeful that, you know, judging by this initial first week sales, that these are going to continue to do really well throughout the holidays and they are going to have a second wave where they maybe go a little bit deeper into the bench and maybe go into characters who haven't been seen in a while in, in a Donkey Kong game. 
and um you know i i know everyone wants k rule right every everyone wants k rule in the set and right my thinking is you know they they didn't do it this round because k rule hasn't been in a donkey kong game uh for for you know decades now but i i think you know if if they have to really think oh well what else are we going to do we've done these four sets we've done all the characters um all, all the main characters of tropical freeze then they're definitely going to start looking elsewhere deeper into the canon and um yeah i i think that bodes well for everyone but dustin yes heil my back is really sore again um but luckily i have all of these unbuilt lego bricks scattered about my floor so i'm gonna lay my tired back on them for a little bit of acupuncture Kyle, just make sure you cover that butthole of yours this has been a file two production (laughs) 